Hey y'all, I'm Kendallin. And I'm Brandy. And you're now tuned in to God and Lemonade. Hey y'all, we would love to connect with you. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at God and Lemonade and send your questions to details at GodandLemonade.com. Now let's get to the show. Hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. What's up, kid? What up, Bryn? Me. We back, we back, we back, we back, we back. Act like we never left. Uh, uh. Act like we never left. You ain't catch the beat though. I had Uh started one and then you started another one. Well, you know what? This is like one of those, um... I don't want to say rave, but what? Like techno. Oh, okay. It's like all kind of beats. Oh, okay. You find one. You just ride it. Yeah. And oh. you catch it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can dig it. I can dig it. Yes, girl. Yeah. So what are we talking about today, girl? Today, we are talking about drifting. Drifting on a memory. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's wrong. Is this like... Oh, uh, this is second? Um, oh, okay. Wrong. It's like the 80s. What that song came out? <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm just wondering. Girl. So. The drift. The drift. drift. What is the drift? The drift of life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> life. What does that sound like? <laughs> I was thinking of the circle of life. Whatever. Right. <laughs> You'll be going all the way left. So far. Okay. So, the drift of life. Um. Yeah. So, the drift, girl. Now, the other day, you mentioned talking about this. Oh, yeah. Because we talked about it at church. Correct. Girl. And Indeed. then, you know, I was like hollering because I was like, oh, my gosh. Right. This book that I am reading talks about like that being the number one way that the devil gets us and tries to bring us down to his dirty, dirty, hot and saucy barbecue spot. All right. Uh, Wait. Just, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, and so I was very excited to talk about this topic um, because it's for real. It is for real. Like, girl, we, Pastor had talked about that in church, and I was like, skr, skr. He living my life. <laughs> oh, wait. I was so convicted. I was like, this is me, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I needed to Mm-mm. hear this. Get out off the drift, Jesus. It ain't right. Because your girl kind of lazy. Ooh, all right. So, well, let's just get right into it. So, the definition of drifting is to be carried slowly. Okay, and I underline slowly, like. 30 times. She really did. That's out of line. By a current um, of air or water or a continuous slow movement from one place to another. Girl, that's it. We done for the day, okay? <laughs> First of all, did you have to read that definition that slow? <laughs> Wait, I thought I was... No? Okay. Um, girl, the drift is so serious. So... Basically, what the pastor was talking about and what we are talking about is how you can drift away from God. Right. I mean, some of us drift away from God before we even know him. Some of them, <laughs> some of us know him and then, and then drift away. Yeah. And I think the dangerous part in the drift is because it is slow. 
Yeah. It's slow. It's subtle, girl. You just wake up one day and you just <laughs> <laughs> ain't touching the hem of his garment no more. Like, what? Mm-mm. Don't even know what the hem look like, child. Girl. Ugh. And then, even what's even more scary is you can wake up one day and then you don't even want to touch the hem. Hey. Girl. Man. Man, that's 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 scary. I look at uh, drifting as like a, a form of being lazy, like, mm-hmm. like that's that's how I interpreted it when he brought forth a message. Like, yeah. you get, you know, when you start getting lazy or complacent and mm-hmm. putting things off, and then one day you just wake up and you're just not where you used to be. Like, this could be pertaining to your weight. I mean, your your work ethic, <laughs> yes. your just anything. Like if you put something off long enough, or you know, block it out your mind mm-hmm. long enough, you just forget about it, and then one day you wake up and you know you busting out the seams. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's happened to me a couple of times. <laughs> okay. Ooh, the sizes I've been through. Anyway, oh, um, yeah, I definitely think it's a lack of being intentional. Yeah, and so. I definitely would say laziness is a part of it, but I think from reading this book, um, it's just either a lack of knowledge, not being intentional, or just like purposely being lazy, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I guess we can start with, um, let's see, what what we learned at church, I guess. And then we can get into this book, girl, because I am too excited. Right. Okay. <laughs> Super excited about this book. Y'all ought to see all these page markers. Oh, my God. I'm <laughs> nervous about it. Like, I had the same book, and I don't have that many page markers. <laughs> don't worry about it. We won't go through all the page markers. But anyway. Um, so, at church, the title of the message was Dangers of the Drift. Yes. Ooh. Okay. And so, our, our pastor said there were five stages of drifting. Right. First one being neglect. Neglect. Okay, so we get busy and busyness leads to distractions. Right. And then it turns into laziness. Right. Which is so true. <laughs> what? <laughs> Man, it's so easy to say, Oh, I'm gonna pray when I get in the bed. I ain't gonna get on my knees tonight. I I'm just gonna pray when I lay down and I lay down and what you, next thing you know, it's morning. It's Girl, morning. What? It, you just got a song in your soul Girl, today. Girl, I just, you know, I think it was because I went to a concert and I just, this music is speaking to me. Okay. Okay, um, sorry. Just stay in your lane sometime, Mara. Stay in your lane. No. <laughs> and see, I feel you on that whole getting to bed because I can't do anything that seems like laying down after my day because <laughs> I, what I what's happening is my eyes are closing. Oh my gosh. Period. Um, and I don't even know. Most of the time, I just wake up the next day like, oh, I went to sleep. Right. So, um, and you do that a couple nights a week and boom, you don't want a whole week without seeing your prayers before you go to bed. Yeah. So what are some things that you, are, I guess, personally have distracted you or things that you think can just be distractions? Girl, what? Sleep, like the lag thereof or just <laughs> getting so busy? Because that, that, that example I just gave you was me mm-hmm. all last week. Yeah. <laughs> like, before I heard this sermon, I was just like, now, did I pray before I went to bed? Like, I knew I was supposed to do something. <laughs> I was just waking up like, er, er, it's like uh, Right. 
Yes. Just I waking mean. up, popping out the bed because you're trying to hurry up and, you know. Yeah, you know they ain't never me. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay, well, Nine in the morning. That'd be me. <laughs> and I don't really know why because I'm up really early all the time. But then I'm like, oh, wait, okay. And I got to go to work. Um, And so just trying to, like, get to work, get in, get settled. And then, like, the last two weeks of school, I don't even know what happened, like, at the school. Like, I was there and things <laughs> went on. But it was so much. My mind was just, like only focus on that um I don't even think I took a moment throughout the day to be like thank you God just because I'm breathing right now you know um then like after work if you have stuff to do especially people who have families and right you gotta cook you gotta take little Jojo and them to like this sporting event that (laughs) event over there then you might have to like take care of people in your family or go do stuff you just get so wrapped up and then you know the, the day and age we're in, you got to build in your social media time. Then. <laughs> Unless you like me. Right. Right. <laughs> or then you have to watch TV or whatever it is. Like, so many things are, like, taking up space in your day that right. by the time it's over, you have not thanked him for waking you up. You did not thank him from, like, you get to your bed. Just you nothing. just, no root, no, God has not been a part of your day in, in any way, shape, or form. Right, except for that praise and worship I listened to on the way. To right, the- now, <laughs> you know what, you be like, Jesus, I gave you these two songs, because you know, after that, I got to turn up, no. <laughs> that's out of line, but yes, that's exactly how it is, like, no, seriously, like, yeah. definitely going about your day, doing stuff, and even, even if you don't even want to use the, the Jesus example, you can even... I can even use the exercise example. I'm just like mm-hmm. going throughout my day doing so much mm-hmm. with working, and I'm I look up and I miss my gym time. Right. And I'm just like, oh well, I'll do it tomorrow. Tomorrow I get here and I missed it again. Like Same thing. I mean, it could be applied to anything. Like if you neglect. <laughs> yeah, girl. Let me tell you. So I would say like over the last two weeks were just like, what am I doing with my life? But the last month or so, like. Things have, my routine, you know, I usually have, you know, go to work, do this, do this. My routine was all out of whack. And so, the last week, I had to make myself go work out every day, girl. And I'm talking about, like, one day I was walking around the lake. My eyes was halfway closed. I was so tired. Right. And I was like, if I don't do it, I just know I'm going to gain, like, 70 pounds, like, as soon as I breathe in the air. So, yeah, I definitely had to make myself do it. But you do have to be intentional about how you set up your day. I mean, what you do so you can get the things out of it that you need, girl. Right, right. Mm -mm, And mm -mm. so now hearing that him, our pastor calling us out about it, once I heard that message, I have been more intentional. Like, it's crazy. Like, when you know better, you hear better. Like, when you had a conviction, you start doing. Like, so even before I found myself, I had a crazy week last last week as well. Um, But I found myself, if I was in the bed, before getting on my knees, I was just like, Lord, <laughs> one eye open, the other one closed, but I was saying those prayers. Right. Or, girl, I found myself this morning, it was raining. I had every intention mm-hmm. on going to work out this morning, and it was raining. I was like, ooh, I'm not I'm not going out in this weather. <laughs> I done got up out the bed squatting. <laughs> see? Like, you see? Brushing my teeth, squatting. Like, I was like, I'm going to get some some kind of workout in. <laughs> That's why it's important to have those reminders. And we talked about this, too. It's important to fellowship and yeah. have just those constant reminders of what you're supposed to be doing in life and God and whatever. Because yeah. we fall off real quick now. Um, then the next thing he said was access, girl. Ooh. Access. So here... He says that we can open the door for the devil to come in. If we're not careful, a little thing will turn into a big thing. 
And I love when he said this next thing, girl. He said, Ooh, he said, enemy. don't give up one square inch of your life to the enemy. And no. girl, when he said it, I just out of line because this made me think about the Alabama football team's defense. Let me tell you, you something. Know. I'm about to throw you up. You and Alabama defense. You know, girl, when they be on the one, no. the, yeah, whatever. When they're trying to get like a touchdown, they be real close, girl. Ooh, and defense be holding them, child. Like you're not getting over this line for nothing. I was like, you know what? That's exactly what I need to be telling the devil. Right. When he be trying to tempt me and bring me down. You're not getting one square inch. Not one. Right. And that's where I think it's a battlefield of mine, right? So mm-hmm. you got to know. You got to know, know that you know that you know. Mm. That you can't even allow him an inch. Mm-hmm. Girl. Because any kind. He had Girl. <laughs> he get that access point and it's over with. Cause over and done. All it takes is that one seed, just that, that one tiny. little like, Okay, it's <laughs> so I'm gonna bring this up, and this is already forgive me. <laughs> I, know, I already know this about to be. <laughs> so we were in a. <laughs> she can't even get it out, so you know it's about to be out on. So we were in a group text the other day, and we were speaking with one of our dear friends about a certain movie that's out there, that <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. And so our friend was saying how she. <laughs> <laughs> how she just had to like just close her eyes and change the channel because it, the scenes you know yeah, were getting yeah. a little tempting you right. know making her just think some things and I was like I totally agree girl because ooh, if you don't be careful the stuff that you see yeah. just to have you out here just doing all types of stuff and you not married and you know you're supposed to do these things when you marry although a lot of people that ain't the point <laughs> the point is okay that even like watching something that's a movie or yeah. any kind of temptation, you know, like if you go into the grocery store, okay, let me just take it back, you know, away from the sexual thing. Mm-hmm. Even if you go into the grocery store, girl, you know how like at Sam's and stuff, they be having them samples. Sure. Now, you know you're not supposed to be eating ice cream with sugar in it because you got diabetes, all right? No but they got this little bit of sample and you're like, oh, but it's a little bit of sample. But as soon as it get on your little taste buds, you, you're craving it again. Right. Because it ain't left your body all the way. Right. So now you out here buying a whole tub of ice cream and going to Cold Stone and getting the chocolate cake batter with chocolate chips and the cone in it. I'm just saying. Wait a minute. Is this your life? I'm just saying. Okay. Minus the diabetes. Just... <laughs> yeah, girl. So, the point is, what you thought was an innocent little sample or just an innocent little movie. Right. Girl, how you on that call? Have you calling Tyrone? Right. Tyrone don't pick up. Five friend, huh? <laughs> right, <laughs> and so um, that access is real, right? Yeah, it's like, super real. and I see, you know, I feel like maybe when I was a little younger, like people who would be like, "Oh, I don't watch rated R movies or like sexual content heavy movies or whatever." Uh, I probably was like, oh, "You're just being so extra." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm just like, it ain't that deep. Or like even like stuff with like profanity. You know, we went to the movies with one of our friends. Now the movie had a good message, yes, but it did have profanity. And she definitely scoped it out, and I was like, "What profanity?" Right. <laughs> what she, she was like, "This is a little bit too much profanity for me." And although, like, I don't use profanity at all, I don't like it, and I don't even like. I'm the type of person who listens to like a lot of clean music. I was still like, to me, it's like, oh, it's just not that deep. Like, you know, it wouldn't have been a reason I wouldn't have watched a movie. Yeah. But for her, it was. But I think just the more I live, like, the more I get it because 
what if you used to cuss like a sailor? Or what if you used to just have sex like every day? And now you watching these movies and now to remind you of your old self. And now you out here going to hell in the handbasket all over again. Right. I'm just saying. So the whole point to that is <laughs> access. <laughs> and so whatever that is for you, whatever you know that your weaknesses are, especially. Be mindful of it. Right. Or whatever things that you know that like are not of God and you say you're following God, you probably should limit your access to those things because all the devil need is, ooh. That one square inch, and here he come, and then it's gonna be his toe, <laughs> and, and his then, foot in the door. Right then he got his foot, then he got his knee. Child, mm-mm. you got to watch out for that. <clears throat> All right, so then the next one uh, that he mentioned was tolerance, um, and I think that kind of goes hand in hand with access because once yeah. you kind of let it in, you start to tolerate it. And so what I wrote down was you start to compromise. And then we just live and compromise. Right. Ooh, child. Girl, this, ooh. This one, like, sat and resonated with me as well, too, because he he said this one thing to me. Jesus died on the cross, not so we can be partially committed to him, but 100% committed. Mm-hmm. And you can never change. Mm-hmm what you continue to tolerate. Mm. Like that was like so like deep. Like yeah. Like for real, for real. Like if we continue to tolerate the different behaviors or treatments or if you don't work out, if you don't eat right, if you allow this person to talk to you this type of way, I mean if you continue to tolerate that, you're not gonna change. Now, see, you just said something right there with this talking to you a certain type of way. All right. And this will probably flow in with, like, what I'm going to talk about from the book. But um, my coworker was telling me how she witnessed, like, a student. They're, they're a couple. The guy pretty much was, like, talking down on the girl because, girl, this is the craziest reason. So she changed a class she wanted to take. Mm-hmm. So initially, I guess next year they would have been taking their class together. But she wanted to take a different class. These kids got a whole lot of options. Ooh, child, they do. And so she got permission, you know, to take the different class. And then her boyfriend overheard. And when he found out she did that, he was just like, why would you do that? That's stupid. Don't you ever? I mean, high schoolers, like, talking down on her. And so my coworker was like, you know, I had to correct him and be like, don't you ever talk to her like that again. Like, I've been not ever hear you talk to anybody like that again. And, right. you know, she told her, like, you can do whatever you want to do. Like, he does not, you know, blah, blah, whatever. But I just thought about that, how that starts so young. Mm-hmm. Like, our, the things that we decide that we will tolerate. You know right. what I mean? Like, and that's why it's so important for people to teach us the right things and allow us to have free thought. And, again, that will connect better with the things from the book. But... Girl, like that—that that gets scary. So let's say, mm-hmm. like, she ends that relationship in high school, right? But she still hasn't learned her worth or her value, and so she dates somebody else who talks to her even worse, and then it turns into hidden and right. and all this other stuff. Child, girl, because people dying every day with this crazy, this "I love you to death" type stuff. Right, so. right, right. So yeah, what we what we tolerate is very important, and I think that we just have to get to the point where we know that. First of all, do you know who my father is? I'm right. talking about my heavenly father, okay, right. who sent me here. <laughs> right. You do not get to treat me any type of way you want me to. Unless it's in this Bible, you needs to correct yourself. Right. Um, or even tolerance, like you said, for other things. Like, you know, if you want to lose weight, that's a big thing that always comes up in our personal lives, you know. Yeah. Well, I probably got to stop eating raisin canes. 
Yeah, probably so. <laughs> or Popeyes or whoever else it is, you know. Right. You know, ugh, but sometimes, girl. But anyway, the point is you just don't need to do it, right. right? Don't tolerate it. Right. Okay. And so then the next one, big one, excuses. Yeah. <laughs> girl, you know, it's easy to say, well, at least I ain't falling on a trap like Ken over there with the Raisin Canes and Popeyes. At least, right. At least I had Chick-fil-A. It's all white. <laughs> all white meat. Right. <laughs> it's real chicken. <laughs> yeah, it is easy to like make an excuse or it's not that bad or he don't talk to me that bad right. or you know, I only had sex once a month. It's not that bad. <laughs> but it's bad. You know, and excuses will get you nowhere. Right. You know. But settling for mediocrity. Hmm. And that ain't what... That, psh, I ain't mediocre by no chance. Hmm. <laughs> I hmm. can never be. Um, and then the last point he said was um, entangled. Mm. Basically, after all this foolishness, you just get stuck <laughs> in it. And right. it's hard for you to get out. Right. It's hard for you to even, like, see the light at that moment. You have drifted so far away from your purpose, from what God would want from you. That you just don't even know what you're doing anymore. Right. And, you know, you tangle too much in barbed wire. You just, some of us give up. Right. Now, some people fight through it, you know, bloody and all. Right. But some people give up. Um, and so that was pretty much what the pastor said about the dangers of drifting. And so moving on <laughs> to this book. <laughs> so... Um, a couple of episodes ago, you guys met Jonathan. Shout out, John. John. What's up, Jonathan? Our cousin on our dad's side that we don't really talk to. <laughs> that's so out of mind. I mean, that's we what I see him, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but he, when we met him the first time before we, we recorded, we were just talking life and God, and so he told us that we should read a book by Napoleon Hill called Outwitting the Devil. And so some of you have probably read this book and some of you have not. I felt like, you know, I obviously was living under a rock because I had not read the book. Um, but as you guys know that I have a healthy obsession with Barnes & Noble. So, of course. It's not healthy. <laughs> so, of course, I went out and got the book, okay? And so the big thing about this book is, for those of you that don't know, is that it was written written in the 1930s by Napoleon Hill and so the big like premise of the book is that he had an interview with the devil. And so the devil told him like all his secrets to how he like takes over people. Right. And so the book only came out like 20 years ago because Napoleon, his wife, never wanted him to publish it because she just was like, people going to think you crazy. You over here talking about you interviewed the devil <laughs> and they're just going to, you know, whatever. So now the book is out and reading it, one of the big ways that the devil said, well, the people that he said, first of all, I really like this book and I and I, I agree with most of it. There are some things in the book where I'm like, it's too far. I don't believe that. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like a part of the book where like the devil pretty much says like he's on the same level as God. No, 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 no. You will never be. That's not true. Right. Um, but a lot of the things in the book, I, I think are 100% true because I've seen it. Um, yeah. And so the devil says that he pretty much rules 98% of the population. So there are only 2% of the population, allegedly, that follow, as he says, his opposition, which which will be God, right? And so... um, That's scary. Yeah. And so he says that he likes to use drifters because most people are drifting. And so I'm just going to read from the book. 
He says, drifting is the most common cause of failure in every walk of life. I can control anyone whom I can induce to form the habit of drifting on any subject. The reason for this is twofold. First, the drifter is just so much putty in my hands to be molded into whatever pattern I choose because drifting destroys the power of individual initiative. Um, and then the second part, I don't agree with at all. But he says, second, the drifter can't get help from God because he's useless at that point. But we all know that the our good father is always waiting for us. Right. No matter how low we get. Um <clears throat> thank you Lord for grace and mercy. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> but um I was just like, you know, that's so true. If you think about most people that kind of live this quote unquote worldly life, there's not a lot of individual initiative to it, um, yeah. to what they're doing. Um and and you do get stuck in this habit. And I think the devil does a really good job of making worldly things seem so attractive. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, the God package, though we love him, okay, it's just not that attractive <laughs> when you look at it uh, just from a quick glance of life. I think once you really know God's character mm-hmm. and really have lived life on the other side and have gone through the struggle to get there, you realize how amazing it is to, right. like, live for God. But just to... Immediate response, you just be like, mm, nah. <laughs> yeah, right. The, the world looks better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, basically, uh, I just, I love this book because it really breaks down, like, who the drifter is, like, the characteristics of a drifter. Yeah. And so, basically, he says that he can use a person that drifts because they they don't think freely. Right. That's 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 like super scary, right? Like yeah. like saying that a person doesn't think freely. So he, this book is basically saying that he's controlling. He, he has like I guess a so to speak, mind control of your thoughts. Like so, if I say this decadent strawberry is gonna change your life, and you've had a strawberry, and you're just like, I know strawberries are good. So yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta try this. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And if he puts puts that thought and yeah. if we're not strong enough in the will of God to mm-hmm. know like, yeah, this strawberry could be decadent and good, like he's saying, but yeah, I know that God has right something better in store for me. And I don't need that strawberry. I, I could I could just walk away from it. If we're not strong in the will of God to know better, yeah, then it's always gonna be easy for him to set that strawberry up to look that decadent strawberry up to to be just fat, juicy, just like beautiful and just a trap. Well, <laughs> he is a he is a trap queen, right? Trap. I don't him her. I, the enemy is a trap <laughs> master. <laughs> um, and so yeah, and that kind of goes to um, one thing that he said in the book was that you know he gets people while they're young. Now, obviously, like, people can drift off. You know, we just named five things that our pastor told us about how this can happen as an adult who is in Christ. You know, if you're not intentional about that relationship. Um, but I'm intentional. I I mean, I seem to believe it's sometimes (laughs) life, you know. (laughs) Right. See, that trap, that That, trap can get you there, right? And so uh, one thing that he said was he likes to use fear. 
So fear is his biggest way of like getting people to that moment where they're just drifting. And he said he likes to use children. He don't care how he puts fear in you. As long as you fear something, right. he has you. And so I just was writing in my notes. That's why it's so important, you know, Proverbs 22, 6, to train up a child in the way that they should go. And so when they are older, they will not depart from it. Right. And, you know, parents do a, a lot of parents do a great job at training up their children. And sometimes, you know, no matter what you do, kids kind of go astray. But what I do know is true from people that I know personally oh, yeah. who are astray. That word, that seed is still in their heart. So yes. all they need is enough enough moments. You know, God just needs one opportunity where they're open, you right. know, to kind of step in and be like, voila, the light is back, you right. know? Right. Even if you have fallen off path. But I think about kids who um, have grown up and have fear kind of all around them constantly. And, and they never were taught, like, who God is, God's right. character. And so, basically, in the book, he was saying that he uses parents, the educational system, and pastors to kind of do his dirty work for him, which is very interesting. I don't want to give y'all the book away, give the whole book away, because if you haven't read it, you should. It's really good. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, uh, yeah. train up the children. It's, it's, it's important for you to be intentional, because the big thing is once you become a drifter, you start accepting anything that comes your way. So, that goes to access and tolerance and all that stuff, uh, just doing whatever. Um, I never understood, like, girl, it's so crazy. Because my mama used to, ooh, I, I'm the scariest of the scariest child <laughs> uh, my mama had. <laughs> and I never liked to watch, like, I never liked to be in fear of anything. Yeah. And I feel like, because my sister and my mama, two of the same people, and they would watch anything, like, scary or go anywhere just like dark and I'm just like turn the light on I don't, I don't, I don't like the unknown right. and so my mom would like if I was too scared I would go and try to sleep with my mom and she'd just be like oh no you got to go back to your room mm-hmm. and get in your bed and she would always say the scripture second Timothy 1 and 7 mm-hmm. God did not give us the spirit of fear right but the power of love and the sound mind right like and I never understood why my mama used to just say this she's just like girl yeah. God did not give you the spirit of fear don't mm-hmm. you be scared like because that is the enemy trying yes. to use you girl trying to get you on on a drift drift you don't need that i just thought it was a plight that not let me sleep <laughs> i mean it probably was a little bit of both but you know it's just like trying to put god in it so i could be like okay mom yeah <laughs> it's gonna be okay but right yeah. right no it's for real and it's so scary too because working with uh kids and especially like the population of kids that i i work with you can see how how they they'll say like oh I, I i mean he'll say like i'll use a parent or whoever to like do my dirty work um because there's no vision being planted in a lot of the kids heads and right. their imagination is being taken away <sighs> they're growing up you know way too early yeah. um and they're just kind of moving through life you know there should never be a time that you ask a child what do you want to be when they when you grow up and they can't tell you right and you and it's scary when you can see the change because I worked with um K through eight before so you know you talk to little kinders and the first graders what do you want to be and they'll throw something out there yeah and they're so excited about life talk to them in eighth grade and you just be like first of all (laughs) (laughs) you know and then it's just like what do you want to do I don't know I don't know why don't you know I don't know it ain't nothing I'm good at it ain't nothing it's like oh my gosh like 
what happened? Like, right. where did this come from? And that's why education is so important. Right. But then he gone to say that he used education too. And I was like, you know what? Sure. Where can we go? Right. <laughs> if you can't go to school, no. Oh, where can you go? No. <laughs> um, to school. Right. But that's why it's so important too, uh, as educators, yeah. for us to be intentional about our work. Yes. And building up the kids personally and in education. But you know, the big way that he said he uses education is through the lack of free thinking, you know, mm-hmm. your parents tell you what to do all the time. Right. Teachers tell you what to do. There's right. no free thought, you know, especially when you have like those writing classes. Ooh, How many times do teachers tell you what to write right. versus you being able just to write what you write, you know? Right. But what, what, but do, in this day and age, do, do people critically think anymore? Like do students no, have girl. I mean, to... in some schools, yes, right. but most schools, no. And that's the problem. I talked to a couple of students this year. Um, They were, I remember one class in particular, they were doing this project. And so everybody had to come up with their own type of enterprise or whatever. Right. And so I come in there, you know, I just, I got questions that I need answers to. You know, this is your idea. So the questions I'm asking, you should be able to answer. Correct. And nobody had answers for me. But I'm like, so if you're doing this then how do you expect this to happen? Okay, so well, tell me how you're going to make it work. You know, let me put you on the spot now. And so for me, the expectation is as a student, whoever comes to ask you that, you should be able to answer that. Right, because it's your business. It's your baby. Right, but we have to teach them how to do things like that. But that's what the devil wants them not to be able to do that. Correct. Because then I can just come in and tell you whatever. Right. You know, without you having to think. So you know how you have... Every once in a while, that student w- who will give a rebuttal to a teacher, and mm-hmm. it's just like, ooh. But, like, no, kids need to be able to think freely because if not, okay, the devil is slipping in. Um, and so, basically, he talks more about the drifter, blah, blah, blah. How he, you know, a drifter, basically, again, is just somebody who just goes through life, takes whatever comes their way. Um, yeah. And so, the author, Napoleon Hill, because, you know, he says he's having a real interview with the devil, mm-hmm. asks the devil to explain to him, like, break it down. How would I know the drifter if I had to see one? And so we're just going to go through this list and because I just think it's so important. Okay. That's a long list. It is a little lengthy, but don't worry. We got a little time. <laughs> <laughs> so it says one thing is the the drifter will lack self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, he would never accomplish anything requiring thought and effort. Mm. He spends all he earns and more too if he can get credit. See that credit? We are meant to be lenders. What debt free? What? Not the bar. See, y'all got the. This See? is some knowledge. Okay? See, this is dropping some dimes in the 1930s. And people ain't reading. Mm, the people setting us up for for all these credit card companies. I just saw a commercial with PayPal talking about because PayPal has a credit card. Mm-hmm. So if you can't if you can't give a little JoJo his money today for this trip, just borrow. use the PayPal credit card and borrow it. No, that's how that's the PayPal way. The devil is a lie. <laughs> if you can't pay for JoJo trip, he can't go. Right. <laughs> no, but seriously. No, for real. JoJo, you can't go. Bro, you can't afford it. That's what that's called. Um, and so then it goes on to say, he will be sick or ailing from some real or imaginary cause. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was funny because I know some people. Anyway. And call into high heaven if he suffers the least physical pain. Mm. Now, how many of us try to run? Girl, ain't that wrong. When some pain happened. Right. Real, even real pain. Right. You know, but we built for this. 
Right. I mean, women give like birth to whole humans without no medicine. Just Ooh, back in straight the, natural. I'm just saying. Not even back in the day. Like, right. Just <laughs> today, like people go through natural yeah, births. Na- yes, girl. Mm, power tea. Um, right. mm-hmm. <laughs> he will have little or no imagination. This is a big yeah. one for me because I feel like, again, when you <laughs> when you talk to the younger kids, like when I tell you it's so much life in them, they'll go out there and make up a game. They be talking to people that's not there. It don't matter. They just living their life. They having fun. They're free, and that just dies as you get older. Girl, I still do. I made up a game the other day with my niece. <laughs> <laughs> like I still imagine things. I still think about life, and like I still do that to this day. So right. That's something that should never go away. We should always be dreaming. We should always be thinking of the next big thing. Like, and, so and looking at the teenagers, girl, when we, like, try to, for them, like, all they ever say is, like, oh, we want a fun day. We just want time to chill. They just want time to chill. And when you look around, you see what they're doing on their phone. Right, not chilling. I'm like, they should be, like, running around. I don't know, like. I'm going to say playing high go seek, but probably not. Not as soon. Nah, never mind. But they should be dodgeball, anything. Like, they should be doing something. You know what I mean? And so I feel like it's a constant battle because, like, we're losing a big piece of this generation. Uh, You know, people who were put on earth for purpose to do great things. You know, they were trying to get them, girl. That's all right because we're going to fight every day. I'm just going to put it on social media. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay, it says he will lack enthusiasm and initiative to begin anything he is not forced to undertake. Mm. And he will plainly express his weakness by taking the line of least resistance whenever he can do so. Girl. Girl. Always trying to skate out doing something. Girl, do you know how many people I know that be skating on life? Who you selling? Adults. And that's scary. Right. Right. This ain't in my job description. Oh, oh. But at the end of it, it say any duties. <laughs> right. <laughs> but not even that. Oh, especially now. I knew some people of the male species mm. that do stuff like this. Now, that's real dangerous now, ladies. Okay? Now, you can't have, you know, man Mm-mm. that lacks enthusiasm and initiative. Okay? Right. Because mm, that ain't going to work in the long term. Right. All right. So, moving on. Because <laughs> <laughs> this list is a little long, but it's important. He will be ill-tempered and lacking in control over his emotions. Mm. His personality will be without magnetism and it will not attract other people. Hmm. He will have opinions on everything but accurate knowledge of nothing. Girl. He may be jack of all <laughs> trades but good yeah, at none. Of none. <laughs> Boy, I, if I don't say that every day. <laughs> right. Um... <laughs> He will neglect to cooperate with those around him, even those on whom he must depend for food and shelter. Now, ooh. And you say he? Well, he's just saying, oh, you know, okay. just using he, but it could, he or she, because it's a drifter. Oh, but girl, okay. who? that be happening in the workplace, child. And not to say that you depend on your boss for food or shelter, but the, the point is, you depend on God. But the point is, that is your boss. And you should honor that. But if you, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, you depend on God for it. But if you go to work every day, slipping, skating, sliding, talking about what you ain't going to do, what boss going to keep you around? (laughs) So that means you ain't get no check, so you don't get no food. Right, right. Honor honor your jobs, people, or whatever else this could apply to. 
uh, he, she, okay, because it's, it's, they say he, because, you know, people probably you, wrote. You can keep saying he, okay. but because I just was like, don't work, don't, uh, uh, don't work, don't eat when you said that. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> It says, um, he will make the same mistake over and over again, never profiting by failure. Hmm. I'll tell you, I feel like I was drifting on that one. (laughs) (laughs) But that's, uh, yeah, I I guess I wanted to say that's a good thing because, I mean, God is never going to let you pass a test until you... You get you learn to live. Yeah, yeah. Like he's gonna keep bringing it back to you. I think so. it's twofold, but I think this is like a lifetime of just making the same mistake. Right now, because I think what he is saying here, because he asked him like describe the drifter to me, mm-hmm. he's saying that these are people that I can use. Yeah, and I feel like I was being used at the time of still continuing making the same mistake. I definitely had to learn from it. Right. But in the process, I was doing some things, right, right, right. some strange things. <laughs> Say strange things for change, but no, I was just doing some things that I shouldn't have been doing, uh, that definitely weren't of God. So, yeah, I can see how right is the enemy can come in, and whereas you learned your lesson and moved forward, yeah, someone else may have not, yeah, and are still stuck in that place. So, I get it, yeah, he will be narrow minded and intolerant on all subjects, ready to crucify those who may disagree with him. Now, this is where I think that he talks about some religious leaders as well. Because when you think about it, especially like back in the day, mm-hmm. okay, girl, they were ready to crucify anybody who didn't walk the way they said walk. You know what I mean? Or And that could be for things of present day as well, but it made me think of that. Girl, you're right, because I was in a subway the other day, and I swear this man was about to crucify me on a cross because I wasn't trying to hear what he was saying. <laughs> Sorry, first of all, you yelling at me. <laughs> I just don't know if I want to hear this. Wait, okay. In a subway chat. Girl, in a subway. I'm talking about screaming. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. We're just going to pray for his soul. All right. Um, he will expect everything of others, but be willing to give little or nothing in return. Hmm. Nah, I know a couple of people. Never mind. All right. <laughs> he may begin many things, but he will complete nothing. Hmm. Girl. Let's see. He would be loud in his condemnation of his government, but he would never tell you definitely how it can be improved. So people just talking in general right. with no solution. No. Just loud in country. Right. <laughs> Nothing wrong with the country, but you know what I mean. Oh, it's a lot wrong with the country. Please. First of all, don't do that. Oh. From Alabama. Oh. <laughs> oh, that country, yeah. Well, yeah. I just, right, you just loud and just whatever. But yeah. the point is, but you ever just... Seeing somebody who was just loud and boisterous for no reason. Had all these opinions. Yeah. Had nobody's solution. Just stirring up confusion. Mm-hmm. They working for the devil. They on his payroll. They don't even know it too. <laughs> um, he will never reach decisions on anything if he can avoid it. And if he is forced to decide, he will reserve himself at the first opportunity. I'm sorry, he will reverse himself at the first opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's just another way to run. Right. <laughs> so basically you running from accountability. Huh. <laughs> he <ooh. laughs> wait a minute. I feel like I overlooked this one the first time I read it. He would eat too much and exercise too little. Mm. He would t- he would take a drink of liquor if someone else would pay for it. Now, child, mm. wait, <laughs> right? Because the yeah. fact that I know, never mind. Okay, because I'm sitting right here. <laughs> 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 you saying um, ain't that wrong? That's all right. He will gamble if he can do it on the cuff. Okay. Uh, right. He will criticize others who are succeeding in their chosen calling. Now, 
Yeah, that's a lot of people that do that. Mm-hmm. Um, in brief, the drifter will work harder to get out of thinking than most others work in earning a good living. He would tell a lie rather than admit his ignorance on any subject. Mm-hmm. If he works for others, he would criticize them to their backs and flatter them to their fat girl. Now, and you said this book is written in the 30s, right? In the 30s, girl. So, it's, these things are happening present day. Yeah, and there's so many, like, girl, the book, I could go on and on. There's a lot of gems in here. There's stuff that you just see every day. Right. And so, I think, you know, obviously, you, a person may not meet everything on this list. But the scary part is, as we said before, he only need one square inch. So, mm-hmm. you don't have to be everything on this list. You could be mm-hmm. one thing, walking mm-hmm. in one thing, and that's automatically you could be considered a drifter. Right. That's when he's getting access, trying to get in and just trying to take over. Um, so these are things that we have to be mindful on. Yes. yes. Girl, because you drifting, not only are you drifting away from God, but you get on the devil's payroll. What? what? Going on a straight highway to hell in the... And bring other people with you. Right. And I think for me, I think the thing that sits with me the most, not because it affects me, but just that lack of like free thought um, and not taking action. And I, I guess because I see it all the time, mm-hmm. that I'm just like, I see how this can lead down the road to something negative, yeah. um, girl. And that's why our job, you know, is the alleged 2%, as they say in this Bible. Mm-hmm. I mean, not Bible, in this Lord, in this book. Right. That's why our job is so much more important, Um is the people who are set apart and following God because we up against all of this. Right. And although, again, some of these things may seem small, this can turn into a big problem. Right. Girl. But thank God we're using our platform for good. Yes, yes, it's not yes. Evil, even though it's a small platform to just, you know, let the world know, like, mm-hmm. this is out there. This is what you need to be mindful of. And if you're a drifter like myself, because hello, convicted (laughs) i am definitely can be considered a drifter but i know i'm conscious i'm aware so i know when Mm -hmm. i'm these little things are happening like oh oh, i got to check myself yeah and the crazy thing is and and you know the author asks him in this book like you know so does that mean that you can't touch the non-drifter and he said, no, it doesn't mean that necessarily. It's just a lot harder process to get to that person because they think freely. They think for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like this just gives a, a bigger definition to stay woke. Yes. <laughs> when you hear people say stay woke, like, no, stay woke for real. And that's why you have to be, you know, don't turn into a crazy psycho person, but definitely be mindful of what you do. And know that, you know, there's a purpose for everything. And so you can't just be out here all willy-nilly because he, ooh, he need that one moment. He trying to get you. Right. He trying to get me too, child. But I be like, devil, get behind me. Yeah. I ain't going to let you do it. Don't do it. And just ways of of doing it, not to drift, um, Mm -hmm. is to keep your, keep your, thoughts and mind on jesus read that word get in the word mm. just always having it as a reference point because you you never go wrong if you throw that word back at at the mm. devil like, oh, it's crazy because um 
Romans 7.15, and we posted this on our Instagram, basically just saying, Paul was talking about um, how the things that he wants to do, he doesn't do, Mm -hmm. and things he doesn't want to do, he does do. And I think this is coming from a mindset of a person who knows better, Mm -hmm. but it's just like, and that's, that's a lot of us at a lot of times. And that's why you said, like you said, read the word. You have to feed your relationship with God because you can know better and still not be doing right. But I think it's that point when you when you really change your relationship and really hold yourself accountable yeah. that you'll just stop like going around this circle of just not doing what you know you are to do. Right. And I, I feel like I, I know people personally that are living like a certain lifestyle, but know the word. Um you know, say they believe in God and things like that, but they still make a decision to go the other way. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is serious. Yeah. Like, you gotta, like, get on board with, like, doing what God wants you to do. Yeah. Because before you know it, mm-hmm. you way out there in the ocean somewhere. Right. You also gotta tune off that, you gotta be tuned in. You're, you're hearing just know mm-hmm. when you're supposed to set yourself apart mm-hmm. and to eliminate yourself from mm-hmm. some situations you, you gotta keep that environment like you said protect it Pro- that, Ooh, girl protect I'm, yourself protect if i ain't serious state. about one thing that's what i'm serious about because i feel like i know how easy it is for me to like fall backwards because there is so much temptation girl yeah. like yeah. This stuff is good out here, you know, yeah. in the short term. Yeah. But in the long term, it's not helpful to my soul. And so, you know, I thank God for free will. But it's like we have to understand we have it because it's on you to make this decision. Right. Right. Just because you believe in God don't mean that you'll never do anything wrong. Like you have to make a decision every day to wake up and be a good spouse or not eat that type of food or not talk to people this type of way or whatever it is that, you know, you have in your world to do, mm-hmm. you know, it's on you. Right. You definitely keep those accountability partners mm-hmm. around you. Yeah. They're definitely going to call you. And count, accountability partners, call them out. Call hmm. them out. Hmm. That's most important. It's, it's no reason to have someone around that's supposed to do it if they're not going to do it. Right. So, like, do yeah. your job like with that. Girl, yes. All right. Well, I, I think this is a good place to wrap it up, girl, because I need to go work on some stuff in my life because <laughs> I don't want to get caught up in that wave, okay? All right. All right. We'll be right back with our final thought. All right. Hey, guys. If you like what you're hearing so far, follow us on Instagram at God and Lemonade. Hit the like button and share it with some friends. Hey, guys. It's Brand here with the final thought. Proverbs 19 and 3 says, a person own folly leads to their ruin, yet their heart rages against the Lord. Don't get caught up in your own way and blame God for the decisions that you made. It's easy to drift, get lazy, or complacent, but it's up to us to recognize these signs and correct them. Thank God for his grace that can save us from any place that we are in life. Be mindful of that lazy spirit, guys. Remember, keep God in the details.